Well, hello, everyone. Good evening. Very excited to be here with all of you tonight. This is Dr. Anna Kabeca, and I want to welcome all of you to Couch Talk tonight. Our topic tonight is Let Go of Fear, Get Clear, and Claim Your True Heart's Desires. So very excited to be back with you all. I know we haven't had a Couch Talk since September, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, we are back in full swing to do our monthly Couch Talk. So if you haven't registered recently or if you missed any of the calls, please uh, follow the link on the uh, web page if you're listening online. And it's quebecahealth.com forward slash Couch Talk. So very, again, very excited to have all of you here tonight. Um, we have a beautiful one, special guest tonight, Michelle Alva, who's been a beautiful friend of mine for a long time, and I'm looking forward to introducing her to all of you. Um, many of you know have heard us talk before, and we'll be connecting again. So a lot of people are jumping on the line. Very excited to have all of you here tonight. You will also be able to ask questions if you want to raise your hand. That's star two. You you can also type in your questions, and we will definitely work on having a lovely questions and answers with Michelle towards the end of this call. As you know, my Couch Talk is an intimate place for intimate conversation to inspire pleasure and gratitude so that we can enjoy life. I'm going to remind you a little bit about who I am and introduce myself to several of you that may not know um, me, I am an Emory University-trained, board-certified gynecologist and obstetrician. I'm board-certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine and expert in functional medicine and women's health and hormone therapy. I've lectured, consulted, and trained physicians around the world, and I sit on several scientific boards, including the Age Management Medicine Group, Zymogen, and Life Extension. And the biggest thing is bringing current research into the mainstream of the way our body heals ourselves. And more and more, it's the things we shed and release than the things we add into our already busy lifestyle. And so we're going to be talking about that. I said, what better way to start out 2014 than going right into this very important area of shedding shedding the things that are holding us back. A reminder that, as a disclaimer, as a medical professional, that these opinions expressed on this site by myself and guests are published for educational and informational purposes only. They're not intended as diagnosis, treatment, or as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, and treatment. So please consult a local physician or other healthcare professional for your specific healthcare and or medical needs or concerns. The site does not endorse or recommend any commercial products, medical treatments, pharmaceuticals, brand names, processes, or services, or the use of any trade firm or corporation name. It's for the information and education of the viewing public, and the mention of any of the above on the site does not constitute an endorsement, recommendation, or favoring by Dr. Quebec. Okay, my attorneys make me do that. So again, if you haven't registered for QuebecaHealth.com Couch Talk, make sure you get that so you can get a link to this recording of this call which I know is going to be incredibly amazing. So let's get started. Let me introduce to you my beautiful guest and a lovely, lovely friend and longtime colleague who I met at Canyon Ranch. Oh, my gosh, before I, met, before I went to Canyon Ranch a couple years back, I was one of the guest experts for the uh, Sexuality and Sensuality Week. You know, I mean, who wouldn't go to that, right? I've uh, been there a couple times to help with that. And before I went, Michelle had read my bio, visited my website, and um, and we have been stalking each other ever since, really best of friends. And she also participated in a beautiful, lovely, awesome, amazing retreat that we held here for our Sexy Younger You Transformation Group where we did all kinds of um, fun stuff, and she worked with us in our morning movement classes. So I share this to show you that um, Michelle practices what she, she preaches. She's a lovely inspirer, and more than that, she combines her 18-year background as a physical therapist, yoga therapist, belly dance teacher, and energy medicine practitioner to bring a very safe and effective integrative healing and wellness approach to individuals. 
Uh, Michelle's approach bridges the gap between modern science and ancient wisdom approaches. She works as an energy healer at Canyon Ranch, Miami Beach. She writes weekly on her blog and has been published in national publications. She creates inspirational videos on her YouTube channel, all designed to empower and educate individuals on how to heal, de-stress, love more, and energize from the inside out. She's created a CD of guided information called Free Yourself, Meditations to De-Stress, Relax, and Energize. And her website is michellealva.com. Welcome, Michelle. Uh, thank you. Hello, everyone out there. This is I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Dr. Kobeka, for inviting me to Couch Talk. My pleasure. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, it is so exciting. Michelle, tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got here, and how you started doing, you know, how, how you've changed your career from being a traditionally trained physical therapist to as um, a really miraculous work you do in energy healing. Well, honestly, talk about talk about how we came up with this title too. Let go of fear, get clear, and claim your true heart's desires. There, I mean, it's been a journey, and I started off in you know when I was really young. I I started doing yoga when I was eighteen. I, I love the philosophy and more the philosophical part of it. And as I graduated from PT school, I always felt there was something missing in the work, you know, the way that I was trained in the medical model. And um, I think just the pursuit of wholeness and wanting to dig deeper into my soul and connecting with people, not just physically or even emotionally, but soul-to-soul connection, that heart-to-heart connection, I think that, you know, there's this force that's moving all of us. And if we're open to listening to it and trusting it, that mysterious force guides us to very magical places. And I didn't really ask to become, I never thought I would be doing energy healing primarily, this type of work that I do actually. Um, it, things happened in my, in my life that just moved me in that direction. It's as though the map was made out for me and it was just up to me to tune in and follow that, that guidance. And, um, I think fear held, holds us back and, I definitely am relentless with going inside and trying to live my life open-hearted and as fresh as possible every day because definitely there's been a lot of trauma, suffering in my life that was perfectly placed there to serve me well, to strengthen me, to help me to know the difference between being feeling clear and unclear. And um, it's I think the things that have happened in my life have made me fuels my fire so that I can live and and feel the difference and you know from healing the healing work that I do makes you feel lighter and it makes you feel more connected to yourself connected to other people and then you get to also feel the power of love and the power of your heart and what that feels like when you open yourself and I think that motivates me even more because it's so easy for us to feel great as we're going to feel tonight. And not that feeling bad is, is a bad thing or anything, but, or, you know, feeling brokenhearted or when we have things happen to us that hurt us, they're all just experiences that bring us constantly back, I think, to the home inside or who we really are. And I have a lot of desire to share with people how they can help themselves feel lighter let go of fear, let go of things that are holding them back because I think a lot of times it's just that we don't know any better. It's just like the food choices that we make. Um, There's a lot of things that we don't know. I mean, I've been eating some hamburgers with soybean oil and I found out that it's not really the best type of oil for me, you know. Um, And I think that little things like that, if I can help people with these little tiny gems that you're carrying around walking with the Canyon Ranch inside of you, actually. There's a lot of resources inside of you that are available to you 24-7, and that's really what I like to do is teach people in very simple ways how to get back inside and discover that they're really powerful and they can help themselves de-stress 
release tension, release pain, and and to know that you have a choice. You know, you have a choice, and and your intention, what you want to create, is very much an opportunity that you have inside of yourself to feel really great. And I wish we could learn these things that I'm going to talk about today in school and as young as possible so that we could all have better coping skills and who knows what, what's possible for our future generations, you know, knowing these things. Um, so I'm really excited to share and it's really easy things we're going to learn. They're all science-based and I've just taken it into a very simple way. So some of us might even think, how can it be so easy? But that's how amazing you are. That's how amazing our physiology is, that we can actually shift it in a direction where we're helping ourselves. And it's very easy, just as well as we can stress ourselves out and make ourselves feel weighed down, we can just as easily turn ourselves back up and feel lighter. Right, absolutely. And and during today's call, Michelle's hit on some really important areas. We're going to talk about how to activate our bodies, letting go, releasing hormones, you know, really being able to release those things that are bind us. And I always say, like, shed the things that are weighing heavy on us. And also, Michelle's going to walk all of us through some beautiful, empowering mind and body exercises to heighten our self-awareness and deepen your ability to focus, experience your own centeredness and clarity also how to clear fear and other stress-inducing emotions. And as much work as we do on ourselves, this is really a discipline and a practice that we should carry forth in in everything we do. Um, Also, with this, today we'll learn about how releasing and letting go can actually help boost your immune system naturally by connecting to your physical and emotional heart. And that's a little touch into heart math, which is so beautiful. In um, the email and on our Couch Talk page, if you um, read Michelle's full bio and what we're talking about, I put in a couple quotes, and this is at quebecahealth.com forward slash Couch Talk. And one is from the Gospel of Thomas. I want to read these two quotes today because for me, they've um, been so important in my in my life, honestly. And uh, one is, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. And that's from the Gospel of Thomas. And then one of my favorite authors, Paolo Coelho, wrote in his book, The Fifth Mountain, it is always necessary to know when a stage of one's life has ended. If you stubbornly cling to it after the need has passed, you lose the joy and meaning of the rest, and you risk being shaken to your senses by God. Boy, I feel like this speaks to me particularly like over and over and over again. So um, uh, I want to read that one again as we do this uh, these exercises too because I think that's really powerful for all of us. And especially in, in transition time periods in our life, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, graduating college, whether it's restarting our periods, or, you know, in the transition time period, perimenopause, menopause, or andropause, we're in a transition time period, or leaving one's job, or creating, following our passions. So again, this quote from Paolo Coelho in his book, The Fifth Mountain. It is always necessary to know when a stage of one's life has ended. If you stubbornly cling to it after the need has passed, you lose the joy and meaning of the rest, and you risk being shaken to your senses by God. So um, with that said, Michelle, talk to us about how letting go is our true nature. Yeah, I mean, we're right now breathing in oxygen from everything that's green in nature, and it helps me so much to remind myself that throughout the day that I am breathing in oxygen from everything that's clean, the trees, the grass, the green algae, and then I create CO2 and I give it right back, that energy for the plants to live. So we are nature and we can use nature as our teacher and every single tree out there in nature beautifully just dries up its old leaves and it allows them to fall and then new buds are growing and our, we're just like that tree. 
we are constantly renewing ourselves, shedding old skin cells all over the place, letting go of hair follicles and emotions. And all of us are going to have a bowel movement today, hopefully. And we're just constantly releasing. When we have an orgasm, we have a release. When we're breastfeeding, we have a release. When we're pregnant, we have a major release. And every single month, we're releasing an egg. And this is our nature to release. But what happens with us, because we're under chronic stress a lot of the times, we are not designed to be functioning under chronic stress. So our we, some of us feel constipated, some of us feel emotional blockages, we're not healing, we're staying in that fight or fight, freeze response most of the day, our hormones are off, that lowers our immune system functioning. So when our body, we're allowing it to feel emotions, to release emotions, or when we're allowing pain to flow instead of holding on to pain or resisting pain, our body gets grumpy. Our body likes to release. It likes to feel. It, uh, it's something that because we're under chronic stress, we're actually going against what our nature is because we're not designed to have chronic tension in our body. So our body has to work harder to keep ourselves under that state. And the more we can just connect to the natural flow of our breath, which is something we're going to do today, the body right away starts to harmonize and connect to the different parts, the mind, the body, the breast, the hormones. When we're breathing slowly and doing certain activities that help to activate the releasing hormone, the body is happier, the body is more relaxed, and that's what we're going to do. And we're actually designed to be under a calm and alert state most of the time because when we're under the calm and alert state, the letting go state, we are digesting food better, we're absorbing nutrients in a much more efficient way, our immune system stronger, our emotional body is processing and flowing. So we're much more in harmony when we are in that letting go um, state, which is a common alert state. Like when we meditate and we do practices in our life that help to keep us in the moment and present, we're helping to activate that release. Things just flow. And that's what we're going to do right now if, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do that. I, I'm not sure if the slides are, okay, I'm just following here. So the very first thing to help ourselves to activate the release, and when I say release, that also can mean healing. The same physiology when we are releasing, the same physiology we can we are using also for healing. When we are in love, we're using the same physiology as release. And when we forgive, for example, forgiveness is a form of release. And the neurohormone of release is called oxytocin. That's a love hormone. It's the pleasure hormone. The hormone that we need to focus, to have eye contact. It's the neurohormone that we need for breastfeeding. And when we hug, we're releasing oxytocin. When we're singing, when we get a massage. So the same hormone that we are using for all those things is the same one that we need to help us to process our emotions, to release pain, to release stress. So we can see that word release and create an intention for release. And right now, everyone just get into a comfortable position, whether you want to lay down or if you want to sit in a chair. Just bring your shoulders up, take a deep breath in. And exhale, roll your shoulders down and back. See the word release. And close your eyes and just see that word. And choose a color to see that word that makes you feel release. Surrender. And letting go. And as you see that word, allow yourself to feel a release in your body a surrendering to wherever you're sitting, whatever chair you're on right now, just allowing yourself to feel supported and seeing that word in that color that makes you feel more relaxed, more at ease.
You can bring awareness now to how you're feeling, noticing the support surface, wherever you're sitting or laying on, bring awareness to your body and noticing how your body feels against the support surface. Notice how your hips feel on your chair, your thighs, and your feet against the surface. Notice your back right now. Is it pressing against a chair? Maybe you're laying down. The practice of mindfulness meditation, moment-to-moment awareness, with no judgment, no analysis or criticism, is a practice that brings us into the moment. And since we're not thinking about the future or the past, we're just simply here in this moment, we're stimulating the releasing hormone. So anytime you want to help yourself to flow more, to process and release, all you have to do is bring yourself into the present moment. And you can do that by tuning into the five senses. So right now, just take a deep breath in through your nose and notice the smells in your room. Notice what odors, what scents. Maybe you have a candle on or you can smell your perfumes. Just take a moment right now. Notice the sounds in the room right now. Tuning in to the awareness of the sounds. Bringing your awareness now to your tongue and tracing your top upper teeth, noticing the taste in your mouth. Look around the room right now, bringing awareness to your vision, to your sight, just noticing the room that you're in, the different colors, the different objects in your room. Your mind is like a video camera just observing without any judgment or comment. It's just simply witnessing and observing what you see. And now we're going to bring our awareness to our primary muscle of inspiration, the diaphragm. And this muscle stimulates the releasing hormone. This muscle helps us to feel more centered, feel more clarity. And when we connect to breathing with our diaphragm, we're also helping to regulate our heart and calm our heart, helping our lungs to expand fully. And the more we connect to our heart, the more we're connecting to our soul. We're connecting to our true heart's desire. Our heart has its own feeling. And as we all know, sometimes we feel scared and our heart contracts. Or if you've ever had a broken heart, you can feel the tension in your chest. The more we bring awareness to our heart and feeling our breath, those are parts of our bodies where we can actually help to not only stimulate the releasing hormone, but also to stimulate the connection to ourselves. Every time you go inside and feel yourself and breathing deeply is a wonderful way to augment our inner sensing, we're also helping ourselves clear, but also to get clear simultaneously. So right now we can put our hands to touch our lower ribs right above the abdomen area, and that's the level of where your diaphragm is. So you can keep your fingers there where the rib cage meets the abdomen. Take a deep breath in through your nose and feel your lungs expanding, your chest and your abdomen. And then exhaling, opening your mouth, letting out a sigh. Inhaling, expanding and elongating, 
your belly, your chest, your abdomen. Inhaling consciously and deeply, fully. And then exhaling, ah. Let's just do this for a few breaths, just following me here. Try not to think about it. Just allow yourself to follow me. You can close your eyes. Inhale through your nose. Allow yourself to create a letting go sound, an awe sound. Allowing the awe to be passive. Allow it to happen to you. Try not to control the awe, the sigh. Inhaling deeply and fully, expanding your chest, your abdomen, your lungs. And then exhaling. Two more breaths. One more. Make it even deeper. When you inhale, noticing how your body can expand and elongate. We're blowing up our lungs like a balloon, filling ourselves up with awareness, with oxygen, with energy. And we're connecting to our hearts, our lungs, feeling ourselves more deeply, bringing our awareness inside. This helps to relax us. We get to practice being mindful. And it brings us fully into the present moment. So let's go down to helping ourselves to the next slide where it says clear fear and emotions. And if fear is an emotion that you feel is holding you back or causing you to feel weighed down, fear might be what you want to release. So right now, just take a moment and ask yourself, what do I want to release? What do I desire to release? What do I need to release? Just allow that answer to come in. What is it that I wish to release right now? You can inhale deeply, noticing what is it that you would like to release, and then exhale with your breath, letting go of whatever that is. So if it's fear that you'd like to release, you can inhale fear and then exhale fear. And you can see those words just passing through you. Emotions are like water. And emotions are not good or bad. We just have a whole plenty of them. So fear is not something we want to avoid necessarily. We want to feel the fear so that we can clear the fear and help it to move because that's our nature to flow. And a lot of times we also feel a little nervous when we're growing. When we're, when we're actually, there's a lot of people right now going through transition. Maybe it's a new job, a new relationship, a new home, a new stage of your life. So fear is something you can just feel the fear. Notice how it feels in your body. And there might be some parts of your body where you feel these emotions are. So just take a moment right now and notice where in your body you may be holding fear. If you feel you're holding it, for example, in your neck or your shoulders or your chest, you can put your hand over that body part and breathe awareness to that body part. And then allow yourself to create the letting go sound to help move that feeling, whatever that stuck emotion might be. And you actually don't need to know what it is that you're holding because your body will just simply release because it's designed to release. Healing happens without even thinking. It just happens. So find a body part right now. Choose a body part that feels very tense. Maybe it's a part that feels a lot of pain. 
It might be emotional pain or physical pain. Place your hand over that body part. Take a deep breath in of awareness wherever your hand is placed on that body part. Breathe in fully to that part of your body. And then exhale off. And ask yourself, how does this part of my body sound? What sound can I use to express my tense neck, my painful low back, my tensed up heart? Allow yourself to hear how your body's feeling through your sound. Just take a moment to take a few breaths expressing your feelings through your sound. We're shining light on parts that maybe we have not wanted to feel. And we're allowing those parts to speak out, to express themselves through your sound. Bringing your awareness to those parts of your body that might feel stuck or hardened or tense. And then allowing them to be expressed through your sound. <sighs> sound is vibration. And vibration stimulates the releasing hormone. When we sing, we're stimulating healing. We're stimulating release of emotions, of pain, of tension. We do this naturally. If you stub your toe, ow, we make a sound. And hopefully we let ourselves make the sound. When we hold ourselves back from making the sound and we keep it inside, we're actually tensing up our body. So definitely if that happens to you or something falls on you and you, you, you bump yourself somewhere, feel free to create your sounds. Don't hold it in because that goes against your nature. The more we connect to creating our own sounds, the more we connect to feeling the parts of our body that is tense or painful, the more we're helping that to flow, to release. Sometimes we take a little too much pain medication and that helps relieve the pain, but it's temporary because it's only helping us to relieve the physical symptoms. However, sometimes, for example, my work as a physical therapist I have I have clients that have low back pain and they've seen a physical therapist and they still have the pain. And then they come to me and I help them to clear the emotional pain. So we hold in our muscles our emotional past if we don't allow ourselves to feel that past and flow that past. So, for example, if my a relative passes away, there's a death in the family, and I make myself really busy helping everyone else grieve or making sure that, you know, everything's taken care of, but I don't spend time crying, being alone with myself and allowing myself to feel the sadness of that loss. It's just going to stay frozen in my heart, in my chest, in my neck, in my shoulders. Um, if I don't allow myself to grieve, to go through those stages of healing, the wound of that pain, the emotional wound, then I'm not going to be able to actually heal that and move on. And this is what happens sometimes when you have a breakup or a divorce and relationships end, you know, friendships end, and we're sad, but we don't allow ourselves to feel the sadness. We get busy. Maybe we start, you know, doing things like drinking alcohol or smoking drugs or having a lot of sex, and we use these things as avoidance distractions. Maybe it's just going on the computer, you know, and using technology to distract us. There's a lot of different ways we, we do this. We don't give ourselves the time to just feel and be intimate with ourselves. We're going to keep holding on to that energy. The emotions hold a certain energy, a certain vibration in us. And then we wonder why it's hard for us to meet someone new, to have that healthy relationship. 
So these activities that we do is so simple, just feeling your body, tuning into what part needs your attention, putting your hand over that part, breathing into it, and then allowing that part to create a sound and express itself. That's a beautiful way of you telling yourself, I'm listening, I feel you, I hear you, I'm here for you, and I accept you no matter what. I'm not judging you. Sometimes we say, oh, my God, why am I so tense? Why are my shoulders so tense? And we might get frustrated with ourselves or, oh, I have a headache, oh, another headache. So whenever we get upset with ourselves or we're judging ourselves of something that's happening to our body, our body doesn't like that. Our body wants our unconditional love. So we actually stress ourselves out sometimes over stressing over ourselves because we have something going on in our physical body. And that only leads to more stress. So if we can just... So, Michelle, I mean, it's so it's so true is that we will hold on energetically to areas in our body that create the stagnation, right? And so as we work to kind of get in touch with, you know, get back in touch with who we are, what we, you know... Uh, releasing the tensions that are kind of keeping us uh, from moving forward, following our passions, it's doing the easy, next thing we need easier. to do, seizing yeah, like the day. Yeah. yeah. You can do, as so, soon as you wake up in the morning, you can connect your breath, you know, any time of the day when you're when you're driving in traffic. You know, I, I say, I look at belly look, breath, just doing a couple yes. belly breaths will reconnect yes. you and bring you into the present moment. Let's talk. Stressful events are opportunities for us to practice coming back into our heart. And when we're connected to our heart, our breath connects us right away to our heart also because our lungs are hugging our hearts. They're right there. So the more we can actually be in that heart coherent state when the mind and the body and the heart are connecting, we're connecting to our authentic self. So when you're breathing consciously and you're in the moment and feeling your breath, you're connecting to your authentic self, who you really are. So sometimes we'll do things out of obligation because so-and-so wants me to go do this, but, oh, I really don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So your mind is telling you, hey, you need to go do that, that you need to be nice and you need to make them happy. Then the heart says, wait a minute, I'm not really invested in that. So there's this incoherence. We're not really vibing, jiving. We're not in harmony with our heart and mind in that moment. So the mind is really, can, can, we can let go of that obligation, which is really our ego. You know, if we're really, really honoring who we are, we're going to trust that our heart knows what's for our highest good. And sometimes that means saying no, saying no to someone. And they need, you know, that's something that people maybe in our life creating our healthy boundaries. Ultimately, we can't make other people happy. We really are only responsible. We can only allow, you know, our own selves to feel happiness. Um, but I think a lot of us, especially women, we're, we're living in this where we put ourselves last on the list and we're not really listening and honoring to what we truly desire. And then we, we wonder why we're a little bitchy or naggy or resentful, and Lord knows, you know, men and women. <laughs> yeah, but right. I think culturally, there's this unspoken that mommy is supposed to, you know, I mean, at least that's the way that I was brought up in the Latino world. Um, I think it's a, it's a little different culturally for me, at least, that if you want to go plan yourself to have a retreat for yourself as a mom, and, uh, you know, that's not, sometimes it's looked at as you're being selfish, when really, yeah, we yeah. really, sure, and really feel at our best when we're fulfilled, when we're feeling connected, we, we do everything much more efficiently, we're more joyful, we're more passionate, we're, when we're feeling ourselves and we're, we're connected to our heart, we have more compassion, more forgiveness. Yeah. So it's really and being well, selfish like that is actually helping everybody else too that knows you. Mm. But and coming we're back to our own worst critics. And so um, so let's talk about getting into car- coherence, heart math. I know I have the opportunity to uh, um, interview Robin Nielsen and I in our Sexy Younger Youth Summit, interviewed Shiva Carr uh, for our um, 
summit, and she uh, talked beautifully about heart math. And, and also, you know, the research that um, is coming up with how the heart not only has oxytocin receptors, our love and bonding hormone receptors, but actually produces, it, it, you know, functionally produces oxytocin as well. And looking forward to more and more of that research as it comes out. So you're going to talk us through a coherence exercise too, which I yes, think is so I, beautiful. Which I, which I actually just connecting simply to feeling your heart, which right now is everybody put your hand on your chest. And just to let you know, if you are touching skin to skin, your hand to your chest, we have the most receptors for oxytocin on the skin, in the chest, in between the nipples. So our sternum area, in between the breasts. And then our tummy area, the abdomen, we have these keratinocytes, skin receptors for oxytocin. And that's why we hug chest to chest. And a, and a mother will lay her baby on her chest immediately after birth. It's very, very instinctual. And babies that are breastfed, they get a big oxytocin boost for bonding and loving and releasing. You know, there's that whole beautiful... A mom, a mother, and a child will harmonize, will connect through that. So we can connect to ourselves by simply focusing our mind to our hearts. So you can place your right hand over your chest and just take a moment right now to notice the beating of your heart right now. Notice the beat of your heart. Tuning in now to feeling your heart. Take a deep breath in. Does your heart feel hard or soft? Does your heart feel contracted or expanded? Take a deep breath in. Is it easy for you to expand? Bring awareness now to your emotional heart. Ask your heart, how do you feel? Notice if there's any emotions that arise when you ask that question. How do you feel, heart? Do you feel happy or sad? Peaceful or angry? Breathe awareness of how your heart feels. Feel without any expectations. Feel without judgment or analysis. Feel your heart. When we walk around with a wounded heart, a hardened heart, it's difficult for us to feel with heart coherence. It's hard for us to feel empathy, to feel for someone else. It's hard for us to forgive. Practicing connecting to your heart on a daily basis helps you to stay in heart coherence, in harmony with your mind and your heart. We're able to connect with people a lot easier when we're in heart coherence. And if you're having a hard time softening your heart, you can simply feel love. Remember a person in your life that was very loving. Maybe you have a pet. So, or, or it could be God, the divine, universe, angels, whatever you feel connected to that represents unconditional love. Whoever, it could be in nature, take in that feeling and bring it into yourself. The feeling of unconditional love. And bring that feeling into your heart. Feeling it in your heart. The more we connect to our heart, the more we're connecting to our intuition 
higher sense of knowing. We can actually know things without even having to read. You know, there's so many inventors and there's brilliant pioneers and people that just had thoughts come in, ideas come in that didn't read anything. And there's this higher knowing freeway, super highway, where when we're in heart coherence, we can access that. So we're much more productive, creative. We can come up with solutions a lot easier when we're in the state of intuitive access, accessing. When we're connecting to our instinctive feeling, we're actually flowing more. We're in the flow. Everything just starts to flow a lot easier. So now we can segue into claiming our true heart's desires. If we ask questions, we'll definitely get answers on our true heart's desires, what do we really want to create. And a lot of times I think we don't ask ourselves enough, well, do I really want to do this? You know, what do I really want to do? What is my dream life? What does that look like? So asking questions throughout the day helps you to get more answers, and it helps you to practice listening to your heart. So you can counsel with your heart, consult with your heart. Do I want to go out on a date with this person? You know, what does my heart feel about that? So allowing ourselves to live heart-guided is a wonderful way to ensure that you're clear and that you're also aligning with what's really truly your heart's desire, your soul's desire, your soul's purpose, aligned with your authentic self. So take a moment right now just to ask yourself, how do I feel about my job, my work, my professional life? Notice if you feel relaxed, calm, or if you feel stressed out and tense when I ask that question. How do I feel about my job, my, my professional life, my work? Just simply noticing the relationship that you have to your career, to your job, to your work. What does that make your heart feel? How does it make your heart feel? Some of us are in a job where we're not that excited and we're not jumping out of bed and saying, yay, I get to go to work today. So your job might not be in harmony with your essence, with your purpose. So all we're doing for, for right now is just noticing that relationship to that aspect of your life. And this is a way that you can start to become aware of if you're living your life in harmony with your highest good, with your heart desire. So that's an example of how you can connect to that part of you. And when it comes to relationships, you can also think about a person in your life there might be people in your life right now that you're friends with that you don't feel as though you might be growing in that relationship. Sometimes we outgrow friendships, but we still hold on to them, like holding on to our old dried-up leaves because we feel obligated, because we've been friends for years. But then every time we see them, we feel drained, or we ask ourselves, why am I here, or why am I with this, you know, in this relationship? Um, so you can connect with your heart, put your hand over your chest, and you can breathe and ask yourself, is this relationship growing me? Do I thrive in this relationship? Is this relationship for my highest good? And notice what your heart feels. And simply noticing how your heart feels helps you to make those decisions if you want to take action and do something differently. So we don't actually have to think so much. We don't have to analyze so much and spend all this time in our minds when our heart is trying to knock on our head and say, hello, I actually know what's for your highest good. Come feel me, please. Come back inside. Sometimes we go and we ask other people for what we should be doing, but really we know. We know so well. We are such experts of our lives and directors for our lives. And the more we tune in, the more we're connecting to ourselves, the easier things just start to happen in our life. And this is something that for me, I think I spent a lot of my life 
struggling because Lord knows as a physical therapist, we're trained to analyze movement and see everything that's going wrong in our clients. And I'm really grateful that I am, you know, I studied yoga and energy healing because we're energetic beings, we're energy, we're vibration, we're light. And it's so inspiring for me to connect to my energetic self that's where all these possibilities exist. We're just a bunch of possibilities. And we're not just our past. We're not our stories. We can actually wake up in the morning and just say, I'm going to make it a great day. I'm going to be grateful for just waking up and being alive. And you know, I can breathe and I can feel and I'm alive. And if we can come back to that state of being in wonder and awe and the mystery, because there's so much we don't know. We're just learning all this new information about the heart and how the heart can actually, it can sense things before it sees things. Your, your, your eyes see information, but your heart can actually pick up that information before your eyes see it. So for survival, if you think about it, a mother has to be very intuitive for her to be there for her baby. And we're all so intuitive. We all have these gifts of intuition. But sometimes we're so caught up in analyzing or overthinking that we're, we're choking that access to that intuition. So I hope today you take these exercises. They're so simple. And you can come back to this recording again and again, feeling your heart every single day. When I'm in the shower... I thank my body. I breathe deeply. I love the soaps that I use and my, my sponge that I wash my body with and massage my body and thank my body. And I take deep breaths. And I just feel so grateful in the morning. That's something that I do, the love your body shower in the morning. And then as I'm driving to work, I always see the sun is coming up. And I'm just grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for all its energy. And it helps us to grow and just, I feel really, really grateful. I love the work that I do, that I'm actually able to inspire people and educate them and help them to come back into their power. And I just remind myself throughout the day, how what am I grateful for? You know, I have so much. Instead of nitpicking what didn't go right and what, you know, I lack or what, what I still have to work on, and Lord knows that can go on and on and on. But what I'm learning even more recently is how just really this moment right now is such a gift. And it's really all we have is this moment. So whether I ever get to, you know, losing those extra five pounds or, you know, achieving the next uh, list, you know, on my bucket list, um, right now in this moment, I know that I can connect to my heart. I connect to my wisdom. And I can remind myself how grateful I am, that I can feel, and that, I, that I'm intuitive. And I think that's really powerful practice of gratitude, appreciating yourself throughout your day. Every time you run into a mirror, whether it's, you know, in the elevator, smile at yourself, look at yourself, thank yourself. Doing practices of gratitude are so helpful. Just reminding people in your life how grateful you are for them. All of those things make us feel really good. They make our hearts relax. So try these exercises. Let me know how it how it helps you. Because that's that's why I'm here. You know, just the more we all connect to our hearts, the more we create relationships that come from the heart. And we're, we're all right now on this call. We are all learning this information, and we can go into our lives, into our families, give someone a hug as soon as you get off this call. And make it come from your heart. So you can do heart-to-heart hugs where you're hugging someone with awareness of your heart expanding towards their chest. When you're talking to someone, you can put your hand over your chest while you're on the phone and connect more to your heart. And if you're feeling really emotional or angry and you're talking, slow down your breath and stay with your heart. Because really, we can create so much more harmony with people when we're coming from our heart, that heart-centered space, as opposed to coming from a place of fear, coming from a place of hurt. We, we generally don't really 
make amends when we're in that state. So make time every single day to nourish your heart. And um, and I'd love to hear. Come on to my website, michellealva.com, and let me know how these exercises help you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Michelle. Thank you so much for sharing these very fantastic techniques. I mean, with the belly breathing, the mindfulness meditation, and the heart math, you know, coherence and just being connected. You know, our topic today is let go of fear, get clear, and claim your true heart's desire. So a big part of that is is through the awareness of being within our body again versus in our head versus in the past versus in the future versus afraid to move forward and recognizing what's real for each of us at this moment. And as we get connected to what our true heart's desires are. And, and asking really, questions. It's really important for us to ask question do i really truly desire this what do i desire am i am i really heart connected to my work am i connected to the relationship that i'm in am i connected to my own relationship you know is this something that i can benefit from doing more with myself so asking the questions is how we're going to get the answers too and and loving ourselves more you know loving ourselves more that's a way of love more if you think about it, what is the most potent gift we could give ourselves? Oxygen, right? Because we sure can't <laughs> run without it. So that when you give yourself this large dose of oxygen by taking in a deep, full, loving, grateful breath, that's a that's a way that you're saying to your body, I love you. I really love you. I love you so much that I'm going to take the deepest, fullest breath, and I'm going to make sure that everyone on my little lobes in my lungs are going to feel the most oxygen so that is a way of loving ourselves. And, you know, another thing that we uh, talk about is, you know, is, is that part of loving ourselves. And it's so important as a mother to, in general, whatever environment we are in, when we're able to relax, clear energy and get clearer, those around us, especially our children, can do the same a lot easier. And, um, and, and that's been a definite practice and, um, that I have been working on tremendously is to stay clear and present and open my energy and really come from a loving space when I have to make some tough decisions. And I think that's that's really powerful. That's with all things. With really, we, act, we, act, we affect everybody that we're around. You know, even in in if we're in a place, let's just say that we're in a restaurant. I was in a restaurant today that was really packed. And I literally started breathing as a way of holding space because I could see the waitress, you know, all the people there were kind of struggling. There was a lot of disorder. So we can actually create more organization, more order in the room. You know, if we're in a family event, let's just say, and it might be strong emotions in the room or you're dropping off your kids off at school and there's just a lot of chaos or you're running late you can actually calm people down in the room, wherever you're around, because we affect each other like that. It's really amazing. We affect each other wherever we are. We're, we're globally, consciously affecting each other all the time. So we may as well try to elevate our collective consciousness. Why not, right? Look, knows we sure can, each one of us, definitely, we're so powerful, so why not? You know, why not elevate each other? We're helping ourselves, we're helping each other at the same time. And Michelle, you have um, a free gift to give our listeners and a way that people can connect with you also, michellealva.com. And you have a yes. beautiful meditation on that. Tell our listeners about that too. Yeah, if you go onto my website, you put your name and email and you'll receive a free e-guide that I wrote. It's a little e-book, very it has 10 tips on how to live a stress-free day, and they're very practical, and you can weave them into your day. And then also there's a guided meditation you can download for free. It's called Let Go and Live. And you can also go to my uh, Free Yourself Guided Meditations and listen to them. And then if you want, you can, you know, you have to pay to download them, but you can listen to them for free. So there's a lot of resources. There's a link. There's one called Clear the Fear. And that one specifically uh-huh. is fear, that guided meditation. And if anyone has a question out there, you can hit star two to raise your hand. 
we can stay on the phone call for a couple minutes more and just answer a couple questions that have come in. But if you want to speak with Michelle and me, just hit star two and then we can unmute you and you can ask your question in real time with us. Um, so a couple questions that had come in. Well, first of all, I, I apologize about the beeping that came through. If you hear that on the audio, uh emailed uh, our uh, event host to see what the heck's going on with that because that hasn't happened before. So that was a surprise, and I apologize. Definitely doing uh, like that on meditation because um, it's distracting. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about heart math, belly breathing, I mean, it does, you know, Michelle's talking about the releasing hormone, releasing, lowering cortisol and increasing oxytocin. So these exercises do that, and that is so essential for health. And, you know, it's something, you know, health insurance does not cover, and it's entirely free, and doing these exercises and making it a discipline and scheduling time for yourself to appreciate yourself is more healing than so many things. Often it's not the things that we add on to our life, but the things we let go of that help us the most in our healing. Letting go of gluten, letting go of dairy, practicing belly breathing and heart math to lower cortisol and increase oxytocin. And these are practices, these are easy practices to start right away. The other thing for all of you, because we talk so much about the heart, if you go to my Facebook page, Quebeca Health, you'll see an um, invitation, a very uh, short-lived invitation, to get um, a book of my colleague, The 30-Day Heart Tune-Up by Dr. Stephen Masley. And you can get that entirely free with some of his amazing recipes. And Stephen Masley is a, is a physician, a nutritionist, a uh, very high-level concierge doc and educator of physicians. And, um, you know, he has been involved with so many scientific organizations and research and uh, uh, way back when, the Pritikin Center. And he's offering his book for free for a limited time. So imagine that, right? 30-day heart tune-up, and you can get that at my Facebook page, Quebeca Health. And it's totally in line with um, this practice, too. I know uh, Deborah wrote in, what can I do with no health insurance? I'm desperate for help. You've got a, a very good starting point here with these gifts and then Michelle's meditation. So please practice it, and I uh, wish you lots of luck and love going through this journey. Um, Sandra wrote in about the pain with um, vaginal dryness on progesterone, and I'll answer that because I am on a mission to eradicate vaginal dryness. So DHEA cream to the outside using progesterone into the vagina, using DHEA into the vagina has been shown to be incredibly helpful. Now, I had sublingual DHEAs that your physician can prescribe you for vaginal use. Or you can use sub, there's things, sublingual uh, DHEA tablets that dissolve under the tongue. Things that dissolve under the tongue can also sometimes be used in the vagina. So there are a couple brands out there that can be used in the vagina. Now, I had created DHEA vaginal tablets. However, I did not realize that once you create something for insertion into the vagina, it becomes a drug. Well, lo and behold, your physician has to prescribe that for you. DHEA vaginal tablets, 10 milligrams, they um, can be prescribed from Delmar Pharmacy in Colorado, D-E-L-M-A-R Pharmacy in Colorado. So that's another thing that's tremendously helpful. But if you're already on uh, progesterone cream, you can use hormones on the labia, and unless they're if they're designed to go into the vagina, also use physician can write you hormones to go into the vagina. Testosterone, DHEA, very, very safe. And within two weeks, the vaginal dryness will be um, predominantly eradicated. So I want to encourage you to get that um, information. And, and I just add for the vagina as far as the exercises that we did, women can place their hands over their vagina, inside their vagina in a loving, grateful way, and breathe into their vagina as though the vagina was your lung. And you're, you can choose a color that you feel is love, unconditional love. 
because sometimes because we're dry, we get frustrated with ourselves. And like I said before, your body wants you to love it. So sometimes we need to forgive ourselves if we've judged ourselves or we've criticized our vaginas. And some people might laugh, you know, when I talk like this, but I literally see changes energetically. I can feel the changes in a person's body when they accept their size more or they connect to their to their tummy, a woman who can't get pregnant and she starts to breathe awareness into her ovaries, her uterus. There is very real the connections that we create going inside and feeling more. Literally, sometimes all it takes is forgiving ourselves for being hard on ourselves, just literally telling ourselves, you know, I'm sorry, I, I forgive mm-hmm. you, um, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, you know, just feeling grateful. It really creates a change, and sometimes I think we just do the physical, you know, if, if you're only doing it from the outside in, but you're not doing it from the inside out, meaning going inside and reconnecting to yourself, we're not really helping ourselves completely because we're whole human beings. We're not just physical bodies. We have a soul. We have an essence, and that part of us wants to be a part of the whole being. So every day just letting your body know, I love you. Thank you for healing. Thank you for shedding. Thank you for releasing. Thank you for digesting. Yeah, and that practice, a shout out to Margaret, that same practice can be used to any part of your body. Um, so putting your intention to a part of your body and sending love there. Um, again, restorative and healing. And I want to honor your time, Michelle, and all of our listeners, and just really thank you so much for being on our call today, for all of you listening. to It's really been an honor to be here with you and to get a recording of today's call. Please make sure that you have registered with your email on uh, com forward slash couch talk. Visit us on Facebook. Claim uh, your free book from Dr. Stephen Masley and at michellealva.com, your audio um, meditations and gifts from her, uh, the beautiful tools that she gave. Again, thank you so much, Michelle, for being on the call with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me and wishing everybody a beautiful, heart-connected day, evening, and tomorrow, too. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) From my heart to yours.